I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Now look here, I, I, I'm just getting word of this, and this is fantastic. Hollywood may be coming together because Leo Nine Studios has unveiled the first two steals from the movie. Girl, you know it's yes, you know it's true. That's right, a Millie Vanilli 
fucking biopic movie. Oh, Lord, my prayers have been answered. <laughs> Good morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. Um, uh, I, 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 I got to skip around real quick. Uh, Brad Kidd said, oh, this is a song I'm scared when Arnie comes. Dad, dad, dad. You, you put that in on the wrong song. See, you put that in on break stuff. And then when you put that in, I was like, well, I got to get it right. It's Limp Bizkit's 1999 that gets me fired. That's why I'm out of breath. Because I, I, I've, been, I, I've, been, I, I, I've been dancing this morning, getting fired up. Didn't sleep too well last night, but that's okay. I'm here. I'm ready to go. It's 75 degrees in Texas and raining. So fucking A, we're going to do a big show today. Boom. And how, how better to start a big show then a movie about Rob and Fab, a.k.a. Millie Vanilli. That shit is going to be dope. As soon as I found out, I had to text Tommy. I mean, I, I, mean, I had to. Oh, come on. Just move on that. You said you didn't need her. Oh. You told her goodbye. Shit right there, boy. That uh, that soundtrack is gonna rule. Ah, uh, let us say some good mornings uh, to everybody. Hangtown Jen, first one here again. That is what we call some consistency right there. She says, "Morning, ass family. Happy Friday." Well, hey, happy glass bottom boat Friday. The real definition: when you put saran wrap on your chest and someone takes a shit on it, and you flip the saran wrap into your face. People have actually done this. And I have no idea how fecal matter is sexually stimulating, but whatever floats your boat, I guess. <laughs> oh, there you go. The old glass bottom boat. Straight fire in the house. I hope you know how much this show means to us all, Arnie, and how much we love it. Happy Friday. Well, thank you, Straight Fire. It means everything to me. Uh, Stephanie just texted me pretty much saying the same thing. So thank you, guys. Uh, hearing that makes my day, and I really do appreciate that. More than you will ever, ever know. It, it, it's what pretty much keeps the gun out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, Battleborn in Nebraska says, What Straight Fire said, 100% and happy Friday to all the ass family. My man Derek is in the house. Uh, Becca! Yes. Becca! Uh, good morning, ass family. Thank God it's finally fucking Friday. Yes! Becca! Christopher dodging bullets in Fresno has time to write. Oh, my God. Good morning, ass and family. Uh, it's been a great week of shows. I'm looking forward to today. Movies this week look kind of weak. There's a movie called Honk for Jesus. Uh, no, it does not star Pastor Greg Locke. This is singing for Jesus, though. I'm singing for Jesus. Jalapeno. So we'll say what we want to, Skippy Lou. You're damn and the right. IRS and the FBI and everybody we've been turned into can eat my dirty socks on live TV. I practiced preaching to Billy Goats at the Good Shepherd Children's Home. They said, Amen, Brother Greg. Amen, Brother Greg. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know if there's any demand out there for No, Christopher, do not see this. It's already on Peacock. Look, this is how you can tell if a movie's going to be any good or anything. And, and I've got a story to know why it's already on Peacock. And let me just tell you, the state's household was not happy yesterday. But we'll get to that story in just a minute. Um, I might do something else over the weekend uh, for Monday's show. No show Monday, Christopher. Monday is Labor Day. Enjoy your day. Uh, do you guys want a review for Honk for... No, we do not want a Honk for Jesus review. You enjoy this weekend, my friend. Please enjoy that. Oh, my lucky Wow, the one and only bratty kid is in the house. And shut your damn cake hole! Well, well, people need me to talk here. I mean... Well, whoop-de-freaking-doo! Okay, all right. Hey, look. Hey, I'm I'm just trying to get by. You are not... I, 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 I don't know what any of that means, but I hope you have a spectacular day. Douglas says, would you look at that? I'm on time today. Happy Friday. Assey Rise says, good morning. Alicia's in the house. She says, morning, ass family. My change nurse felt bad for me last night and offered me to go home early. Uh, fuck yeah, I took her up on that. Get to relax and see my family before work and school and listen to some ass before I crash. Yes, and hopefully you'll send me another wonderful text message letting me know that you took yet another wonderful dump and then... Said I, she hasn't gotten to the point where she's sending pictures, and I warned her. This magnesium that, that I'm taking to help my legs, which it, it is kind of helping, but we got to figure out when to take it. Woo! I, I'm, I'm talking about it's like I've been eating at Poncho's Buffet fucking morning, noon, and night. Good gravy, Davy. This stuff is cleaning me out. Hell, I might be 135 pounds by Christmas time. Uh, Rise says, new office starts today with more people around, so really need those explicit content warnings now. <laughs> they would have been great as celebs on our list. Oh, Millie Vanilli, yeah, they would have been great. Oh, I know it was all lip sync. It was still good music, though. Dare I say it, that announcement totally increased the moisture level in this room. I hope it's a silent movie, then the sequel will be about the real singer and the song sound. Uh, C.D. Gatong, good morning to you all Friday. What's up, C.D.? How are you, my friend? Oh, man, I'm sorry about the sleep issue. My, it, It's okay. I, I'm working through it. I'm trying. Uh, morning, ass family, eight hours to freedom. That is swoosh. Andrew says, happy Friday, y'all. Uh, back to the grind for me. Oh, man, you're going to be busy. Hurricane Danielle starting to, uh, to gather some steam. So uh, everybody think good thoughts for Andrew because he's going to be busy. Oh, my. You know, while it does sound charming, I'm just <laughs> not into boats. <laughs> uh, let's see. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday. Elise is laughing. The movie will be lip-synced. Uh, take uh, Longin, uh, uh, El Argentine. It helps vascularity for better blood flow. I used to get calf cramps at night, but it prevents that. No, I'm not getting cramps. It's like... The only way I can explain it is, is that you're laying there, and all of a sudden, it's like an electric twinge. It doesn't hurt, but it's like an electric twinge goes through your leg, and your leg just moves. And I got some big-ass fucking legs. So if a leg moves, then I'm going to wake up. And then you start thinking about it, and it, I, I'm going to try some uh, maybe an iron supplement, too. 
I think I get enough iron with all the fucking meat that I eat, but oh well. So, so yesterday, the reason why I know that Honk for Jesus is already on Peacock is yesterday, I'm going to continue my, my, uh, my watching of Suits during the day because there ain't much on during the day. And I can watch it on Peacock. So I'm in the living room. We got like a big 80-inch Sony TV in there, right? And we just upgraded all the computers uh, or the computer system in the house. Or not not all the computers, but like the, we get like 2.2 gigabots or whatever. But our Wi-Fi in the house sucks. So we have one of those boxes that's supposed to shoot the Wi-Fi all over the house, right? Well, now I can't figure out how to get the fucking Wi-Fi turned back on on the Sony TV because when the Wi-Fi is out, it doesn't recognize anything. And I don't know what the securities are. I, I'm, I'm dumb when it comes to that shit. So I called DirecTV, mistake. And, well, the mistake wasn't calling DirecTV. The, the, the mistake was trying to get them to help me over the phone. I didn't think there was such a language barrier, but I know the call center was in India because I could hear them all. I could hear Dirk. Hello, I am hella excited to help you. I had some broad. I I think her name was uh, Susan. Not really Susan, though. And she's just going through this script, and I am getting frustrated. And I'm like, I'm doing breathing exercises while I'm on the phone to try to calm down. After, and we had to, so I called them, and then they had to call us back 45 minutes later. So, okay, so we got 45 minutes, right? And then the phone call, we were on the phone for 54 minutes and 18 seconds with this broad. Before I finally just said, uh, just, I want to schedule a technician out here tomorrow, and we're not paying for it. Well, I don't know. No, you know. And and look, I... (laughs) Braddy Kid was losing it with her. I handed the phone off, and then the phone was handed back to me. We're going to get this shit squared away. Oh, I was heated yesterday. But, yes, when I was clicking on the TVs that did work in the house where the Wi-Fi was working, I saw that Honk for Jesus is already on there. Now, last night, uh, last night I, I kind of just... I, I, I flaked on all the football games because I don't want to be over-footballed because my game doesn't start until 7 o'clock tomorrow night. I, I And, yes, by the way, I am wearing a Longhorn T-shirt today because this is Friday, the Friday before the season, you always wear a shirt. I got my game shirt ready to go. Fired up about that shit. Uh, but I, I, I missed all the games and stuff like that. And I even missed the speech. Joe Biden gave an address last night. And man, oh man, you want to talk about somebody who has lied on the campaign trail about how he would unite America? He came out last night and said stuff like this. Hold on one second. I have the video. Uh, Let's see. Go like that. No, that ain't it. Uh, This is it right here. Democracy cannot survive when one side believes there are only two outcomes to an election. Either they win or they were cheated. And that's where the MAGA Republicans are today. Uh, Can we go 
2016, and then 2017, and then 2018, and then 2019. Mr. President, and I say that very loosely, your party did that for three fucking years. Saying that the election was stolen due to Russian hackers. Russian hackers. When it was all something that was set up by Hillary Clinton and the FBI. When there was absolutely, positively no evidence saying that Russian hackers did anything, we investigated for three years. Three years! Donald Trump Jr. was investigated. Now you fast forward to 2020, and there was all kind of hoopty doopty going on during the election. Time Magazine released an article, uh, I think in February, that talked about how the Hunter Biden laptop cover-up did actually cost Donald Trump the election. And that was done by the FBI once again. So for, for, for him to come out, and, and I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I saw some highlights of this speech. Because that, that, that's all he's worthy of is barely even that, is highlights. This guy makes me sick. He makes me sick to my stomach. I have never seen it. I'm not saying he's never done it, but I have never seen him. The only time I've ever seen him on Air Force One is when he falls up the stairs. I've never seen him salute. Every other president salutes the Marines that are standing there. Right? I've never seen him salute. Two days ago at a a campaign rally or one of these midterm rallies that he was at, he brought the Marine Corps band with him. By the way, by the way, the military is supposed to be apolitical. They're not supposed, and he he did it again last night when he had two armed Marines standing guard behind him. Now, there were some, there were some, uh, some MAGA people there, I guess, and they were chanting, uh, you know, uh, let's go, Brandon. And, of course, he got, oh, they've they'd never been taught manners. And he says that the MAGA Republicans are threatening the democracy of this country. No, we're a republic. Um, so 70 million people are threatening the democracy. Is that what I hear? Because if you didn't vote for Joe Biden, first of all, you weren't black. And secondly, you're now threatening the democracy of America. Hmm. That doesn't sound dictatorish, does it? I, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm just asking. Yeah, I'm, j- I'm just asking. Did anybody watch the speech last night? Yes, the same Marines he abandoned in Afghanistan. Well said, Swoosh. Thank you. I forgot all about that. You know, the 13 that he allowed to get murdered? I got to tell you, this guy has some balls. And they aren't the good kind of balls. He's got the kind of balls like Steve-O from Jackass has. That that he'll stick his head into an alligator's mouth. No, that's not balls. That's balls, but that's stupid balls. Jesus. 
<laughs> just sent me a text of Hunter Biden looking like he's fixing to tug one out in the pool with a quote from Jill Biden's tweet, decency is on the ballot. And there's old Hunter playing with himself in the pool. Jesus, God. Uh, if you didn't watch it, don't worry. I don't think most of the nation did. All this was, this to me was nothing more than one of those Hitler rallies. I'm surprised he didn't goose step and salute all of his followers. Once again, I'll ask you the simple question. What's he done? Has he done anything? And, and, and don't write me back. He's gotten Marines killed. He's gotten, I know he's, I, what has he done in the positive light for America? Debt forgiveness? Well, I think it was Ratberger who texted last or this week that said, once the Supreme Court gets a hold of this student debt thing and finds that it is completely and totally unconstitutional, that's going to get thrown out. And oh, no, oh, no, I think about all those people who thought, oh, this $10,000 is going to buy me a house. Oh, I was starting a family with that. Shut up. I empathize with you with DirecTV. Years ago, I had an issue. Spend hours on the phone to call center in India, frustrated at a managed supervisor, and I get transferred to a supervisor who's in Pakistan. I was so mad. I know they were speaking English, but I speak hillbilly. I don't catch the accents as well as uh, more uh, gentrified folks. So, uh, uh, frustration three hours later, I canceled my service. We were on the verge of it. And I was like, no, we can't cancel. I got to do a show tomorrow. I need the internet tomorrow. They said their supervisor was busy. I love that. I love my supervisor's in a. Th- this is my new favorite one when you ask to talk to a supervisor or you're in a call center and you've got, like, you know, the computer talking to you. All representatives are in a building-wide meeting right now. No, they aren't. If that's so, I'm going to go to your building and I'm going to rob it because they're all in the same place, so I can just go desk to desk and take money out of their purses. Yeah, they got to do better. I, I, I mean, look, look. I understand that they're gonna. It's cheaper to to do that. But uh, since they do speak English, hey, uh, Susan, in uh, wherever you're from, do your fucking job. Don't read me the script. Just tell me how to get the Wi-Fi back on. Tell them to connect you to America. Oh, I, I, I've, I've had some run-ins with call centers in the past. I know that's a shocker. Uh, but I've said something like that, and it usually gets hung up on. Building-wide meeting, that's a new one. Yeah, it is new. I've heard it a couple times in the last year or so. We're sorry. All representatives are in a building-wide, uh, either building-wide meeting or team-building meeting. Like, no, you're not. No, you're not. It's 6 o'clock on a Saturday. Ain't nobody meeting there. Just give me the goddamn supervisor. Crime and his sakes. All right, so Joe had his night last night, and then Donald Trump is going to have his day in court today. A judge agrees to release more detailed inventory from Mar-a-Lago raid. I don't know which side is trying to spin this this way. I don't know if it's Trump's side, or I don't know what, or if the FBI did this. 
but uh, there have been pictures going around of what happened at the raid, and you see documents just spread all over the place. Now, I can't think that Donald Trump lives like a hoarder to where documents are going to be all over the place. And I don't know if it's Donald Trump's assertion that they brought in documents and then put them with his documents that he has. I don't know if that's the assertion, but that's what it sounds like. Uh, I tried. They won't. They don't. It's India, Pakistan, or nothing. (laughs) So a federal judge agreed to make public a more detailed inventory of the items that were taken. Hopefully that includes... uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, what's her name? Uh, Melania's underwear. I want to know how many pair of underwear they stole. With that speech last night, th- this is what I'm hoping for. Because look, it, it, there's it, there we go. It, here's a picture. Of it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna share this with y'all. Now I can't think that Donald Trump is leaving stuff out like this just on the floor. Oh, look at that one. Totally secret document. Let's leave that just on the floor so the maid can see it. And I don't know if he's asserting that they put that shit in there or not, but we'll we'll see. FBI put Docs in Melania's underwear drawer to sniff the panties. I mean, I would think that if you have these documents that you took from the White House, they're going to be in boxes, and they're going to be in one of those, what do they call it, skiff rooms? where you can't get any kind of signal in there or anything. This is, but, but what I'd like to see now, especially, this is what I'd love to see. It happens the day after the election in November that Donald Trump says, I'm not going to run for president. Because of that speech last night, Joe Biden shot himself right in the ball sack by claiming that the MAGA Republicans, because Ron DeSantis is not necessarily a MAGA Republican. And Ron DeSantis, we all know that if it's not Trump, it's going to be him. Oh, sure, we're going to get, you know, your, your, your people like Ted Cruz throwing their hat in the ring you know, may, maybe some other Republicans here and there that do that. I want to know what kind of snacks are in the fridge, right? I mean, that that's what we want to know. It's like MTV Cribs with the FBI. But I'd love to see Donald Trump come out the day after November and go, yeah, I, I'm not going to run for president. I, I fully support Ron DeSantis. Now, will that make him a MAGA Republican if Donald Trump supports him? Oh, Joe. Like, like, it's almost like the Democrats and, and this group of Democrats are just falling right for everything. They're being led to slaughter. You know, they've got their big, bad watchdog, the media. Oh, and the IRS. By the way, when the new president's elected, we're going to see a big drop in IRS numbers because 87,000 people are going to get fired. Hashtag TL2024.
I can't wait to see the changeover that happens. I told you yesterday that the Republicans are already putting stuff in place for an impeachment trial for Joe Biden. And you think about the two times Donald Trump was impeached. They didn't have a shred of evidence. Well, that botched leaving of Afghanistan where we have 13 dead American soldiers, not to mention all the people that joined the Kabul air or skydiving team that day. That along with his son, Hunter, if this laptop is ever investigated. Remember, Marty, the new Abe Lincoln remake and Liz Cheney is going to run, LOL. Now, I think Liz Cheney is going to run for vice president. I think she's going to be on the ticket with uh, Gavin Newsom. I really do. And I think that, right, that, that is a, uh, that's a tough one. It's a tough one because we just heard last week, I, I did it on the show here, people in California think he's done a good job. I'm lost. I, I'm absolutely lost at people in California. Not, not you people. Not, not the ass family. I'm talking about the, the Democrats there that, that just shit can Donald Trump all the time. Yet they're okay with everything that has happened in California. I mean, this idiot, I'm sorry, the governor, this governor has signed a bill to outlaw, outlaw, make illegal to sell gas-powered cars starting in 2035. I wonder if he's invested in electric cars somehow. Hmm. Maybe he learned that from his, his his aunt. Oh, we've got to talk about his uncle there, Paul Pelosi, here in just a second. But this is a man that signed a bill to outlaw gas-powered cars, and then three days later, yesterday, comes out and says, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna expand the power grid. We're gonna turn it up. But hey, uh, don't use any kind of big thing like a washer or dryer. Oh, and can you not charge your cars?" By the way, the power grid issue has been a deal for a long time in California. Is it magically going to get fixed by 2035? Because otherwise, how are you going to get to work? I mean, there will still be gas-powered cars on the road. Oh, sure. And by the way, are buses electric? In, I, I don't know this. Does anybody know this? Are, are, are mass transit, are those all running on electricity? I'm not talking about, like, subways. I'm talking about buses and shit like that. Trains. Uh, let's see. Too old Trump needs to support young blood. needs to help groom the next generation of leaders. I agree with that. I totally agree with that. Derek says, amen. A lot of people here in California think he's going, doing a great job. I just don't understand it. Only in San Francisco, the, the buses. I, I, I'm asking seriously here because I don't know. And, and look, look, if all the buses and mass transit all over California is electric, okay. The planes still aren't. When is he going to outlaw the planes that use gasoline? I'm just wondering. Will you no longer be able to take flights in and out of California? 
not to mention, not to mention, let's go through a few things just real quick. We, we've covered the gas thing, right? I'm not going to talk about pooping and peeing on the streets of San Francisco or shooting up heroin in the, the BART railway systems, and it's all legal to do that now in California, along with shoplifting. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Christopher, hold on a second. I got to replug this one in. Christopher, are you there? Hello? Yeah. Hey. What's up, buddy? Hey, um, so we were talking about the electric buses a second ago. Yes. My school district, we got two of these fucking things, right? Okay. They were advertised They were advertised for us to go 100 miles on a charge. And then once we actually started using them, we only got about 50, 60 miles on a charge. Wow. They're worthless. And they broke down immediately, and they have, like, these, like, $1,000 or $10,000 repairs that we can't afford to put on them right now. So we haven't used them in a year. So so you've got electric, are these electric, like, city buses or school buses? They're school buses. Okay, school okay. Buses. Uh, and they're, 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 they're transit-style buses, um, and they're, they're basically useless. They've just been sitting on our lot for, like, a year and a half doing nothing. And that amazes me. So I guess your lot's going to be full of them in 2033 or 2035. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, my, my brand-new bus I get to hang on to for a long time, it's, it's diesel, it, do, it, it doesn't have one of the plug-in uh, carbon traps in it, and it's got great air conditioning. It's awesome. My bus is the best. Good. Well, you deserve it because you're the best school dri- bus driver in California. you got damn right. <laughs> All, right buddy. I'll see you. All right, buddy. Have a great day, my friend. Be safe out there. Uh, electric vehicles are retarded just like the Democrats who want to use them. Look, look, look. I, I understand people that, like, like look. If you got, like, a grocery getter car, you know, that you just drive around the neighborhood and to and from the grocery store to the ice cream shop, I can understand why people get them. But my friend, uh, my, my, my good friend Brian, who, who's done the show, who we all sent good vibes to this week, was telling me a story about a friend of his, a friend of his who lives in Houston, who has one of these electric cars, and it can go like 380 miles on a single charge, right? So his friend drove up here, and they were going to hang out, but they, he wanted to charge the car up so he could get around town and not have to worry about it again and then charge before he went back to Houston, that pit. And Brian said he went with him, and they had to wait like 20 minutes in the line to charge the thing, Right? And then it took 29 minutes to charge. That is a 49-minute trip to the gas station. How many of you would, would, would wait in line for, for 49 minutes at a gas station? I'm not. I mean, unless they got a great, you know, Pac-Man-like video game inside or Defender or Tempest, one of the old school ones, and I can go in there and waste some time. Oh, I and I found this jewel out. Some of these cars have different sized batteries. I haven't done enough research, and I'm not a car person. And if I was a car person, I'd be a real car person. A car runs on gasoline, the end. Um, but they have different sized batteries. So you have to go to the appropriate charging station. And if you don't, it could take way longer to charge your battery. 
Oh, and if you have a larger battery, and, or, or you have a smaller battery and you use the larger charge, you can damage that battery, and it'll cost you anywhere between fifteen dollars and $25,000 to replace. Man, I want to jump on board with this. Uh, oh, wow, that city just got them. It'll be interesting to see how far they go before it charges. Uh, it's much easier to control a citizen's ability to travel when they have electric vehicles, yeah? Stephanie says, I don't understand why we choose electric with global warming. Why not make everything solar powered? <laughs> Look. There's a word that's very, very hard for me to say, and I'm going to try to say it. Desalinization. Ooh, I nailed it first time. It's really hard with the fucking, you know, false teeth because my tongue gets stuck up there. The desalination that we've all wondered about and we've all talked about because the world, hey, 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 smart people out there, assemble. You have these stories about these glaciers that are, are, are melting, and it's going to make the ocean rise as much as 10 inches over the next 20 years. How about we do this? We figure a way to get a car, I don't know how you're going to do it with a combustible engine. I, I already understand that. This is why they're smart. You desalinate the water from the ocean, meaning you take the salt out of it. That way we don't have to worry about the waters rising. And we have gotten rid of fossil fuels. How about that? Catch me outside. That's right. A dumb fucking hick from Texas just fucking solved everything. Where, where is Greta Thornburg fucking eating my ass right now? I've done more for the, the planet than she ever has. With just that statement right there. How dare you? Oh, how dare you, little girl? Good God almighty, it's not that hard. Hey, let's plant more potatoes and run an electric station on potatoes. Hell, kids have been fucking winning science fairs all over this country for fucking 50 years by having a clock powered by potatoes. Well, let's grow the world's biggest potato and then power the, 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 the electric grid on that. How about that? I mean, seriously. H-E-L-L-A? Did I? I did not say that, did I? Oh, my God. I, there's no way I said it. Let's see. Smart people assemble. Arnie, when you take office planes, bring on board the destination facilities. The same icebergs that melt and reform every year. That swoosh, swoosh. You're using logic. You can't. See, you can use logic with me on this show, but when we talk about it in the grand, spe- grand scheme of things, there is no logic that's ever being used now. I didn't say, okay, good. Uh, And an example of bringing BDE to the climate change fight. Yes. Big dick energy to the climate change. I'm in favor of it. Look, look, look. When did I? I'm going to have to listen back to that. Uh, I am. I, because I don't remember saying that. And if I did, I apologize to everyone out there. Oh, I said, I said it. Yes. When I was doing the, the Dirk voice. 
I always do it then because Dirk, the Indian person from DirecTV, pretends to be from California. He and his brother uh, uh, Blaine and, and Lance, or whatever their names were. Yeah, I, I always do it there. That, that one doesn't count. That's not the Arnie voice. That's the Dirk voice. I'm completely in favor of trying to find something else that works. Something that could be possibly cheaper, better for the environment, okay. Look look here, I'm just going to tell you all this right now. I've told you this before, but obviously the world doesn't listen. I don't give two rat fucks about the environment. Now, that doesn't mean I go out and and burn tires in my backyard or I litter on the streets. I, I don't. But I don't care. I don't have any skin in the game. I don't have any future uh, descendants that I'm going to be passing the world to because, well, I, I, I just don't care. And the reason I don't care is this. Once you try to outsmart Mother Nature, you will lose. We have found that Fossil fuels, if you will, oil, coal, all that kind of good stuff that I have loved for all 50, almost one years, 15 days away from the birthday. Um, it works. Now, if you can give me solar power that works cheap like that, or you can give me water power that works like that, wind power that works like that, that is cheap and affordable. This is why I love America so much, because that would inspire competition. What California did was completely wrong. I know that, that that's a shocker. But when they said they're going to outlaw, outlaw, Gas-powered cars in new new sales of gas-powered cars in 2035. First of all, that's a restriction of interstate commerce. It is. Look it up. And secondly, there's no competition anymore. Because all these batteries are going to get about the same. And I have a wonderful story about Tesla coming up later on. Oh, and Tesla owners are not happy. Yes, cheap, affordable, and constant. You know, there's there's one thing out there that they don't use because everybody's afraid of it. Nuclear power. They're all afraid of it. But what if something happens? Okay, well, we'll fix it. I mean, you can't really fix that. I mean, hashtag Chernobyl. But you want to talk about cheap, affordable, and constant? That's nuclear. As Dirk from India would say, it is hella cheap. Dirk says, it's not going to happen. We don't have the power grid to support it. it there's no way. Uh, Derek, I know. I, look, look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know it, and I know it. But what happens is it falls into that wonderful conversation of, well, they can't do that. Well, they're doing it. 
Now what? That's one of my favorite things here. Well, they, they, they can't do that. Well, they're doing it. The investigations into Donald Trump, lots of Trump supporters, well, they can't do that. Well, they're doing it. They're wrong for it, sure, but they're still doing it. And I'm afraid, I, and, and Derek, Derek, I agree 150% with you if that was humanly possible on this, that the power grid in California is in no shape to withstand 30 million, 15, I'll, I'll go 15 million electric-powered cars. I don't know if you guys could hear my eyes rolling, but it'll be more than 15 million. But I'm, I, California has 39 million residents. People in California drive. They don't take mass transit. Why? Because mass transit sucks. They take it in San Francisco because it's easier to get around because it's all downtown. L.A., they don't take it. Look at the 405. Look at everything there. Uh, Let's see. uh, Oh, this sucks. Uh, Ogre just texts me. He says, hey, man, my work computer software took an Alicia S. glorious shit this morning, and I can't listen to the show. Need to literally sit by my phone waiting for the technical brain trust to call me back. Dude, that sucks. Uh, nuclear power puts out less radiation than a coal-powered plant. True fact. I, I look, look here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. All the people know that nuclear power is probably what we're going to end up using. But a lot of those people don't have their hands in it. You want to know why? You want to know why that nuclear power? Because nobody's getting rich off it. Nobody is, is earning any kind of gigantic dividends from it. From solar power, oh, hell yeah, they are. The electric cars, all the lobbyists. All, uh, think about this. All the lobbyists in, 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 and because I knew a guy whose dad was a lobbyist for Nissan Motors. These senators, these representatives are probably getting kickbacks from all these companies. I'm sorry, not probably. They are getting kickbacks from all these companies. You want to know why? You, look, look, look this, this is funny. I'm, I know I'm changing gears here, and I'm sorry for changing gears, but I'm not sorry. Um, you want to know why a lot of these people that are in Congress stay in Congress for so long? It's because of all the committees they could be chairing or be on. There is a committee for sugarcane. I would imagine there is a, 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 a committee for, for soda pop, for cheese. They have all these committees, and they all get kickbacks from lobbyists. See, this is why they say ban lobbyists there, because lobbyists are the go-between between the, the congressional members and whatever the special interest is. It's been that way for a long, long time. And you're not going to get rid of it because then a senator can't buy a new boat. Or a representative can't have a, 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 a wedding for his daughter that costs $2 million. 
it's such it, it's such bullshit. I mean, all you got to do is look at Nancy Pelosi and go on a $200,000 a year job. How are you worth almost $100 million? And, and like I said, I've got a story that I'll get to here in a second about that. Uh, make nuclear power great again. Uh, let's see. Uh, keep pushing it, and I can't wait to see it fall apart. Amen. Uh, nuclear power puts out less radiation than a coal plant. True fact. I believe it. They had two versions, one for clean people and the other for homeless. Uh, that's okay. Celebs will just fly in their G6s. Yeah, which are not powered by canola oil, by the way. The committee and all the cheddar they earn. Amen. Uh, <clears throat> and at what cost? It's not like it's cheap in California to pay for power. My utility bill in Nevada was a quarter of the cost in California. I can imagine it's going to cost more to change a, charge a car there in Nevada or cheaper state. So cars themselves uh, buy cost more. The repairs cost more. And that's not, uh, another thing. Do we have enough electric car mechanics? The whole idea seems costly to consumers beyond being helpful in any way. Amen. I talked about that yesterday or uh, during listener mail last week or this week. You're talking this guy was talking about his son wanting to maybe go to college. I said, hell, if he likes cars and shit like that, learn how to work on electric cars. They're going to force people to drive them. Those things are going to break down. They're going to need repairs done. And they're going to need people to know how to fix them. And I'm not saying regular mechanics don't know how to fix them. But I imagine there are specialized mechanics out there who only work on electric cars. And by the way, they can charge whatever the fuck they want. The jets that celebrities fly in are powered by wind turbines, so they're green. The state is just ridiculous to me. I have my old Jeep, and it's a 1990. It's 32 years old, and I still have... Uh, I, I still have to smog it. Why? Because because it's a control thing. Why do you have to smog it? Because the state gets money for it. By the way, I'm just going to tell you this right now. Don't get me started on how states rip you off. How much is it to register a new car in California? Six, seven, eight hundred dollars, depending on how much the car cost. Yeah, in Texas, it's about seventy dollars. That's right. Yeah, you, you get your car registered for about seventy bucks here. No matter it, 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 brand new or whatever, seventy bucks. That's almost ten times cheaper. You want to tell me why it's so much to register it there? Uh, they have to completely redo the infrastructure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I I agree. And this is look. It's not going to happen in our lifetimes. Hopefully. The, uh, are you saying politics is a cash grab? Are you sure? Yeah, I think it is. $300 for a 2016 Harley to register. Jesus. Wow. That's ridiculous for a motorcycle. Douglas says, my butthole still hurts from the California rape. Oh, and it's not going to get any better. Uh, by the way, I've been, I've been teasing you with this Paul Pelosi story. Well, well, it, I think he might have done it again. Surprise, surprise, surprise. 
isn't it isn't it convenient that Mr. Pelosi dodged an extra 20% loss selling NVIDIA, NVIDIA stock in July before August U.S. regulations hit? Well, isn't that convenient? I'm going to sell all this stock off here in July, and whoa, looky there. It's now being regulated or restricted. No. He doesn't have any insider information whatsoever. Okay. Okay, I'll believe that. By the way, where is the SEC? No, I'm not talking about the Southeastern Conference in football. I know where they are. I'm talking about the Security and Exchange Commission. They're the ones who are supposed to be watchdogs over this. They haven't lifted a finger. A finger they have not lifted. You want to know why Nancy Pelosi is worth over $100 million? It's due to all these crackpot bullshit investments that her husband does with insider knowledge. Oh, and all the land, the incestual land grab that's going on there. When Paul Pelosi buys up all this land that's supposed to be for the high-speed train, and then he leases it to the uh, who, uh, Diane Feinstein's husband, and Feinstein's husband releases it back to him, it's all bullshit. So there's a 2021 law that links TGW Commonwealth of Virginia to California's vehicle emission law, meaning if Virginia government can't repeal the law, uh, they can be subject to same electric vehicle rules as California. I move entirely across the U.S. and still might find myself subject to California laws. H-E-L-L-A fucked up. Uh, you tried to get me there, didn't you? I, I, for, I, I look at Virginia like this. Virginia will start to see some change, I hope, because of that governor that got in last year. Because I think people, it, it's going to take an uprising from the people. And I think the people in Virginia showed that they're capable of uprising. After parents were called terrorists, things like that. Remember that? That election that just happened this, this, this past year? I think Virginia is going to be one of those states that you see turn, and it's going to take a little while. It's going to take a long while, a few years, but they are going to end up turning. At least I hope. I mean, like I, you know what I say, you can hope in one hand and shit in the other. See which one gets filled first. I swear to God. This woman who looks like Butthead from Beavis and Butthead, who is the governor of New York, Kathy Huckle. Sounds like she's got some phlegm stuck in there. Huckle. She says that the theory of a good guy with a gun stopping a bad guy with a gun is nothing more than poppycock. She says that whole theory is done. It's over. It's not true. Really? Really? 
was it what state was it? Was it Minnesota or somebody where, where the good guy with the gun, the nine millimeter, shot and killed a bad guy with an AK or AR AK fifteen, whatever he had. He shot the bad guy. That was just what two months ago, three months ago. So I'm gonna go ahead and say she is full of shit. She came out and said, we don't need guns in our streets. No, I agree. You don't need people walking around waving guns. That's why it's supposed to be concealed. Stupid. Poppycock? Say that to the city of Garland, Texas. Oh, fucking Garland, Texas is full of poppycock. Don't get me started on my bullshit hometown. My hometown that now has fucking beer stores, tattoo shops. Kids don't have to shave going to school. You can wear shorts to school. Yeah, that's more than that right there. That's more than poppycock. That's horsey doo-doo. Bullshit. You start letting those campuses be open at lunchtime, I'm coming down there and kicking some doors in. Derek says, I have a gun with me every single day. I never pull it out on anybody. Uh, nobody ever sees it, and I have my permit. It's just there if I need it. Now, here's a quick question. I got a question for y'all. I was meaning the officer that, that killed the two terrorists. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Garland, yeah. Once again, yes, yes, thank you, Scott. Good guy with a gun, Garland police officer. Two bad guys, two terrorists that wanted to shoot up. The fucking, and, and, and by the way, I go to the Sam's, it's right by that fucking arena. Motherfuckers were outfitted in, in body armor, but they forgot the helmets. Yeah, he just busted a couple caps in their head. Garland 2, the world of terrorists, zero. Hell, Garland's killed more terrorists than Joe Biden. So let, let's say that I were to go out and get one of them really, really high-powered nail guns. Now, do they make those where I, I have to have, like, like an air-like thing hooked up to it? Or, or do they just have them regular where I can put, like, you know, shit in there and just carry that? Because that's not necessarily a gun. But, man, I would love to shoot somebody in the head with a nail gun. That would be badass. Hashtag... The equalizer, Denzel Washington. No, they make them CO2 powered. Oh, I won't have to get a CCW then. Carry that son bitch around with me. Oh, you're going to try to carjack me? Well, I'm going to nail you, motherfucker. What that? What that? Oh, those things are awesome. Yeah, yeah, I guess they are CO2. And, and, and Denzel in the end of that movie when he's cocking it. Patow! Oh, man. A good guy with a nail gun stops everybody. It was in Lethal Weapon 3. Okay, all right. It was in that one, too. Thank you, Zach. I'll pull the line from fucking Out for Justice, the Seagal movie, where he used a, a cleaver 
sticks it in a guy's hand. He says, hang there. I'll do the same goddamn thing. Why don't you just hang out? Patent! Nail somebody's hand through the fucking boards. And I want to get one of them ones that drive through concrete. Fuck yeah, that would be badass. Another, uh, oh, oh, we, oh gosh, this is so fantastic. I love Governor Wheels. Governor Wheels, uh, uh, if he decides to run for president, I'm going to have a hard time not voting for him. Governor Wheels has, has expanded. He's turning the border into a, a, a fucking Greyhound station. And look, this is Braddy Kid's line. I'll give her all the credit for this one. She told me this this morning. It's like they have signs up there. Do you want to go to New York? Do you want to go to Washington? How about Chicago? So now Texas is sending, and yes, I will be calling the Chicago City Hall next week. Okay, hold on. Let me use my phone here before I talk about next week. I got to look this up. Look up. Milwaukee. What is that? M12 Palm Nailer. Whoo! Yeah, Daddy. It's only 149 bucks. Just take that thing around. What down? What down? What down? Oh, I like that. And see, if I was smart, I'm not very smart, though, like when it comes to physics and science and stuff. I'd like to see somebody change a uh, the Milwaukee M12 cordless compact spot blower, like a leaf blower. Is there a way that we can put some sort of gas in there and flame and that could be a fucking flamethrower. Could you imagine a flamethrower with the force of one of those we, uh, you know, leaf blowers? Oh, I'm taking this country back, baby. One power tool at a time. Plus, you need the battery, but I may or may not have many of those batteries. And you got plenty of nails. You can't outlaw nails, motherfucker. You can't limit how many nails we're going to buy. I love it. But, yes, Governor uh, Governor Wheels has sent a busload of uh, illegals up to Chicago and their fine mayor, Mayor Gollum. Nobody likes you. You're a liar and a thief murderer. She has called the governor of Texas racist. For busing 60 illegal immigrants to her city, despite it bragging that it's a sanctuary city. Now, now come on, just, just, just come on. Can we stop the madness? You can't claim to be a, a sanctuary city and then get upset when we send you illegals. You, you, you can't. 
I mean, that, that would be like saying, oh, German chocolate cake is my favorite cake. And then you get mad when somebody gets you a German chocolate cake. Yes, I might have the knowledge how to use an air blower and a portable propane bottle to create a flamethrower. Man, we need, you know, you know what we need to do? This is what we need to do, Kale. We need to start a business together. Where I'll be the I'll be the mouthpiece of the business. You can be the smart. We'll we'll split it. I'll go sixty five percent you, thirty five percent for me. All right, and we sell all these awesome weapons where you don't need licenses for. That's the name of our store: weapons without licenses. I need to find figure out something that can shoot out like like Chinese throwing stars. Oh, I, I'm sorry. They're not Chinese throwing stars. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? No, no. They're, they're Pacific Rim stars. How about that? Like one of those, like, hard things. Like, uh, oh! Oh! Okay, Kale, this is what we do. This is what we do. Hear me out. This is awesome. This is another business. The weapons with no license store. So we got the flamethrower. We got the nail guns. We take one of those machines that shoots tennis balls to people and we outfit it with Pacific Rim throwing stars. Hot damn. Break into my house, I dare you, motherfucker. Fading, 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 fading. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm on to something here. I am totally on to something here. I love it. Uh, by the way, this was the first bus that hit Chicago that she called him a racist for, and then she blamed Donald Trump, like they all do. I'll take the classic, a board with a big nail in it. Also, the barbed wire bat. We'll sell those. Christopher, you, you, look, look, any ass family member, you get a discount. Boards with nails, sure. Barbed wire, barbed wire bat, okay. I'm just saying, I mean, if you've got one of them tennis deals that, that throws out Chinese throwing stars or Pacific Rim stars or Japanese stars, I don't care. See, I'd want to put nunchucks on there, but I know nunchucks are illegal in, like, a lot of states. Have you noticed that Chicago politics looks a lot like a bunch of Batman villains? Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Let's see what the, oh, there it is. Whoa, Derek, I ain't messing with you. I ain't going to try to jack your car. Um, we can have a mace. Oh, the spiked ball on a chain. Absolutely. Man, oh, man. There's endless possibilities. Maybe, oh, how about this? How about this? Maybe we don't use the throwing stars because those are illegal. You know what aren't illegal? You got to make it a little bit bigger, but hey, that's okay. That means more bang for the buck. We have it fucking launch saw blades. Like diamond tip saw blades. I mean, that's decapitation central right there. How about this for a home security system? Somebody tries to break in your house, you have the front door guillotine. 
just install that. Somebody opens the door, walks in without permission or using a, a key. Flump. They're cut in half. Oh, I'm telling you. Oh, I'm looking at a billion-dollar industry here. Weapons without licenses. Oh, man. When someone wants a WMD, just send Darn Anderson to their house. There it is. There it is. Uh, all right, last story of, uh, of this break. And then we got Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. This is one of the funnest Celebrity Ass Deathmatches I've seen. And I got to give all the credit to V Coop for this one. I'll tell you what it is here in just a second. Um, uh, don't mind what, what the L.A. County people did. The public officials uh, have uh, totally apologized. After broadcasting a TV warning telling the entire city of Los Angeles, somewhere around 12 million people, to evacuate. Oh, there's nothing to see here. Oh, boy. Bubba must have fucked up bad. Mama's yelling at him. Uh, Instead of a guillotine, a vertically mounted lawnmower. There you go. It just swings down and mows your face. Genius. See, this is what we need. We need input like this. I should make a holster for my Sawzall with a 12-inch blade. I'll be the official machine shop for this new business. Okay, there you go. You get a super-duper discount, like 95% all. Yes, uh, (laughs) what read was emergency alert system. A civil authority has issued an immediate evacuation notice for the following counties or areas. Eastern North Pacific Ocean, Eastern North Pacific Ocean, Port Conception to Guadalupe Island, Eastern North Pacific, Los Angeles, Eastern North Pacific Ocean, Ventura. (laughs) Boy, I bet you that didn't scare the shit out of a bunch of people. Whoopsie, our bad. You just have to wonder, how does that happen? Oh, I know, inept stupid people are working there. Okay, there he is. Battery-operated is the future of weapons, and that's why we're jumping on this this quickly. We are going, and you know what? You know what? We're, we're always going to have, when you open the door to our shop, we're going to have the, the Ving Rames line of, I'm about to get medieval on this motherfucker. Because that's what we're doing. I mean, we have shit that can shoot. It can't shoot that far, but hey, it shoots. It's great for home defense. That nail gun shit, that's good for fucking... Have one of those in your car. Cops can't do anything. Sir, it's a nail gun. I mean, more people are killed in this country by hammers than they are guns, so let's just use an electric hammer. Uh, All right, there we go. Uh, that is the first break right there. 775-357-FANS is the number. Before we take a break, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time once again. Time for 
celebrity. Now look, this one is very special today. Today is the Mount Rushmore of the greatest bodily functions slash gas functions in a movie. Yes, farting and burping in the movies. And we will find out who is the best. Let's get it on! All right, in our first matchup, ladies and gentlemen, in the Mount Rushmore of gaseous incidents in movies, we have... uh, the booger burp from Revenge of the Nerds, where he, or or you know when he just sat there and went. So you got the booger burp versus the fart museum in Idiocracy. They had a museum of farts there. The booger burp versus the fart museum. Ask family who you got. Motherfucker's got, he's fucking wrist deep in his nose. I don't know. God, what a great movie that was. Could never be made today. Uh, All right, now, this next one is one of my all-time favorites. It's when Al Cervic, a.k.a. Rodney Dangerfield, is at Bushwood Country Club, and he's sitting there, he goes, if you got all that, you got a popcorn farm. Perk. Hey, who stepped on a duck? I love him. Uh, taking on the scene from Rain Man when Dustin Hoffman said, Oh, no, fart. Oh, 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 no, fart. So there you go. Al Cervic in the who stepped on a duck line versus the oh, no, fart line from Rain Man. Ask family who you got.
was a slaughter. Al Cervic in the Who Stepped on a Duck line moves on rather easily. Boy, that is a, that's a huge matchup in the next round. All right, next one we got up. We have where Lloyd tries to light his fart in Dumb and Dumber, taking on the... The Stevo when he lights it in a can like like with a, a butane torch, so you got the Lloyd Dumb and Dumber fart lighting versus the Stevo Jackass fart lighting. Ask family, who ya got? Manamana. 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 It's a back and forth match. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve O. Steve O moves on. And our final matchup of the Western Conference first round. This could this one could easily these two could be easily in the Mount Rushmore themselves. B. Coop, you did a great job on this, man. The scene in Blazing Saddles where they fart around the campfire. Taking on the scene where Fart Bastard in the Austin Powers movie farts and then smells it. Oh, you like your own, do you? So Blazing Saddles farts against Fat Bastard. Ask family. Who you got? We're voting on the best gaseous moments in movies. Farts, burps, all that. And now we have, whew, boy, this, this is a tough four to get into two spots here. Our first matchup to see who actually gets on the Mount Rushmore. The Booger Burp from Revenge of the Nerds, where he then takes his cigarette and throws it in Ogre's beer. Taking on the one and only Rodney Dangerfield. 
Oh, who stepped on a duck? Oh, I bet you were something before electricity. You want to make $14 the hard way? Booger versus Al Cervic ass family. Who ya got? Stepped on a duck. Now, our next matchup, we have Steve-O igniting his fart, taking on the one and only Fat Bastard. Steve-O versus Fat Bastard ass family. Who ya got? <laughs> of the Mount Rushmore is set. Al Cervic, who stepped on a duck versus Fat Bastard, will be on the Mount Rushmore. Round two, uh, let me look at it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I changed one of them, B-Coop, and it's a, it's going to be okay. But, oh, man. <laughs> so here you go. Uh, round one is in the books. Round two will be coming up. After the next segment. I want to live fast, love hard, die young, and leave a beautiful memory. I want to live fast, love hard, die young, and leave a beautiful memory. Don't want slow walking or sad singing. Let them have a jubilee. I want to leave a lot of happy women. I'm thinking pretty thoughts of me I wanna live fast, love hard, die young And leave 
Thank you. You're fantastic. Thank you very much. Goddamn right. Thank you very much. Goddamn right. Partyradio.com. Ready. Get set. Go. The Arty State Show. Right now. Now. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Oh, I tell you what, man. The American Trilogy that Elvis did in Hawaii gives me chills every time I hear it. I, I think maybe. I, I, I know I can't change my walk-up music. But you, you know my walk-up music's deep in the heart of Texas. But I, if I were to ever change it, I think I would have to start it here. Or in this part right here. Right here. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, from Garland, Texas, the one and only, Arnie Stays. Right when the Tiffany's hit. Glory, Crowd would be going ape shit, man. Uh, goddamn amazing, Arnie. Which version is that? That is from the Aloha from Hawaii via satellite Legacy Edition. Uh, 1973, uh, four minutes and 34 seconds. Because uh, he's got a bunch of, he did it at all his shows. And, and it's portrayed in the movie. And it's amazing. I've gone back and uh, the, the dream song that he has, the, the uh, protest song that he did after Bobby Kennedy was killed after Martin Luther King was killed, just like, you know, a few feet from Graceland. The If I Can Dream, this one's another one that's just... I mean, the end of it is where it's at. There's a trembling. Here we go. King's fixing to bring it home, baby. Still I am sure that the answer, answer's gonna come somehow out there in the dark. He was amazing. God damn. Man, I wish I would have seen him in concert. Elvis was just a kid, and honestly, just a kid when he died. He seemed so much older to me when I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, I, I've outlived Elvis. Elvis died, what, at 42? Something like that. Crazy shit right there. Uh, speaking about crazy shit, boy, there's all kinds of people in the news today. Kanye West. Woo, boy, I tell you what, this guy is off his meds again because he has come out and said, (laughs) this just makes me laugh. Kanye West claims that Kim Kardashian makes all the decisions about their children because, because she is half white. Holy shit. Uh, Is she really? Uh, She's half white and says a porn addiction destroyed his family during wild online arguments between the couple. Um, Kanye wants to have a say on where his kids go to school right now. They're going to an elite private school in L.A. Yeah, that's a bad mother there. West posted that he wanted them to go to his newly opened Christian school, the Donda Academy. He complained of not having a say over his children while blasting a regular target, Kris Jenner, 
The rapper also confessed to a porn addiction, which he seemed to connect to his children's schooling. Why? Because he is off his medication, and he is nuttier than squirrel fucking shit at the holidays. Man, this guy is crazy. Kanye, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Most people know this. The reason why she has most of the decisions is, well, the kids live with her most of the time, and she's something called the mother. Now, she, at all signs, I see that she's at least looks like a decent mother. I don't know. I'm not saying she is. But, I, I, I mean, there's for sure, I, I've never seen, and I'd love to see this on, on, the, on the Kardashian show. If they were to have, uh, oh, where did I put it? I thought I had, oh, if. if no more hangers! I, I, I mean, if Kim Kardashian were to do something like that, then I'd say, hey, Kanye, you might have a point. But, you see, you're the crazy one. Because she's halfway, uh, is because she's not completely off her rocker fucking whack job. Yeah. Dude, he is so crazy. This deal, like, he's selling clothes. This is the weirdest story, and I haven't really covered it because it's Kanye, and it's just weird. So he's selling, like, hooded sweatshirts, hoodies at The Gap. But he will not allow them to put them on hangers or on, on the shelves. You have to root through garbage bags. Now, I don't understand the point of that. And by the way, if you know what he's doing, I don't care. I'm not going to root through a fucking garbage bag to get a fucking Kanye sweatshirt at Gap. Yes, I, I did say that. Uh, he, a new school he opened, yes, the the Christian school, the Donda Academy. You know, because he has those sermons. He's not an ordained minister, but he has a church as well. I don't see how he's crazy for wanting his kids to go to a Christian school. I'd want my kids at a school incorporating God rather than in a, a liberal indoctrinating school. Yes, you would want your kids... Look, look, look. You think Kim's a crazy bitch. Okay, look, I understand your hatred for Kim Kardashian, but let's take the hatred out for, for, for Kim and Kanye real quick. Let's worry about the children. Do you think his school is truly Christian? This is a man who blamed the mother of his children for making decisions because she's white. This is a man who ran on stage when a young white girl broke through the music industry. She was dominating the country charts, crossed over, and won an MTV award. An MTV award. It wasn't even a Grammy. It was a fucking MTV award where he ran up on stage and said, no offense to Taylor, but Beyonce had the best out video this year. The man is fucking nuts. The man performed a three-minute show in Sacramento, and tickets were going for thousands of dollars, I heard. Kanye, Post Malone, all these people. If you were to take auto-tune away from them, they would be nada. 
I'll tell you this right now. You give me auto-tune, I turn into the next fucking Elvis. And yes, I will die on a toilet. Happily. I'm not a fan of the new... T- I, I liked her when she was a country singer. I did. I, I liked the Tim McGraw song. I thought it was a good song. And she puts out a lot of, of big pop hits. I can't take that. I don't like her anymore. But to steal that girl's moment and say that that Beyonce had the better video... And, and here's the ugly thing. is Beyonce didn't really come to Taylor's defense. It was sickening. It's been sickening this whole time. Hey, you get rid of auto-tune, I'll, I'd love to listen to you. Oh, you, you can't because you're, you, you suck? Oh, you too, Post Malone? And by the way, Post Malone, when you do country songs and you scream into the microphone, that doesn't make it good. Stay the fuck away from Sturgill Simpson songs. Boy, I, I tell you what. I would, if, if I got the sucker, I, I know for a long time I said my sucker punch would be safe for Justin Bieber. I'm all about the sucker punch on Post Malone now. I mean, I will hit him with all 285 pounds of my body. I almost made that through without laughing because I lied there. I'm 290. Um, I'd take Taylor Swift's talent against his any day. She has a strong voice even without auto-tune. Auto-tune has ruined the music industry. It, it, It truly has. Auto-tune to me is the TikTok of the music industry. I, I, I love hearing about these quote-unquote influencers that have 20 million people following them. They have 20 million people following them because they lip-sync things or they, they, they mouth the words from movies and they're in a bikini. How about we put some people up there that have some talent? See, that's what sets celebrities aside. I was flipping through TikTok the other day. <laughs> I prefer General Mills Malone. Hashtag serial wars. Uh, I, 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 was, I, was, I was going through the, the TikTok the other day, and there, there's just so much crap on there that I see, and I'm like, what the fuck? These people, this, this fruity guy, he goes on there, and he goes, well, I did not want to overspend on my budget today, and I only spent $27,000. Motherfucker bought like 14 different damn wallets, one from Hermes, one, a couple from Louis Vuitton. And I'm sitting there going, where do you get the money? And the guy has like 130,000 followers. I'm like, where do you get that money, dude? Them wallets are about three grand each. Ugh. Auto-tune is to music as a plastic tree is to Christmas. Hey, easy does it on plastic trees. Those are the truth. Uh, Is that how they make Britney Spears sound good? Britney could sing early in life. But they did. There was a lot of that. Uh, I mean, Christina Aguilera was a much better singer. She had much better range. But, Pammy, Pammy, don't do that. Don't know. Uh, we are a Britney Spear. We are pro Britney on this show. I'm not anti Christina Aguilera. No, no, no. I'm, I'm anti fat Christina Aguilera. Sure, but I think everybody should be. I mean, but nothing will ever top this moment in music history when she did this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Christina Aguilera. Hold on, let me find her damn music I got in here. I mean, she did this one. This is back before she was fat. See, I think... See, I, I, I'm not a big fan of Genie in a Bottle. I like the Candyman song because it's dirty. Way better singer. I met him out for dinner on a Friday night. He really had me working up an appetite. He had tattoos up and down his arm. It's nothing more dangerous than a boy with charm. He's a one-stop shot, makes her panties drop. Makes her panties drop. Can you imagine if she re- would have released that when she was 18 and thin and hot? We'd be saying, Brittany, who? Uh, my, my, my Rushmore best music moments. We should vote on Britney. Best music. Hold on a second. Because uh, next week we, we have a, a couple more from V Coop. I made one up. The worst movie franchises of all time. I've already got that one made up, ready to go. Let me write this down here real fast. Like, uh, let's see. Mount Rushmore musical moments. We could have the Janet Jackson boob thing. I like this. This is a good one. Good job, Arised. I'll say, I've said it before and I'll say it again. You are definitely the smartest person in Oklahoma. Uh, Christine Aguilera is 10 times hotter than crazy shaved head nutcase Brittany. Not now, she ain't. Not now. I mean, look, if you like the fat chicks in the, in the Sports Illustrated now, you're going to love Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera, what was it, six, seven years ago, she did a bunch of pictures without makeup on. She was gorgeous. <laughs> Low bar, but thanks. <laughs> now you stop that. Come on. Uh, can I send you a list of the greatest wrestling names there? Yeah, you can send that to me. That's fine. Damn it, where's a box of ho-hos when you need one? We haven't had a Christine Aguilera show appearance in fucking forever. Oh, my God. Christopher, let me, let, let me, let me pull the curtain back a little bit. When we would do the, uh, the, the, the Shecky on Fridays, I, I, this was one of my favorite bits that we did. Was when, and, and by the way, if you go back and you listen to it, remember who started the Celebrity Voices. Just remember that. And then who came in to horn in on all the fun? Because uh, (laughs) would tell these rotten jokes, right? And then I was a celebrity, and I would just bash the shit out of her. And and the other was Scab. He would do some voices every now and then. His best was Mike. I think one of the greatest ones ever was Mike Tyson and Christina Aguilera. And this was the first time that Christina got fat. And I did, I, the first time I did use ho-hos, but every time after I did Christina Aguilera, I would just do bread. 
because ho-hos were just too expensive and bread I could just put in there, and the bit would go on. But that was one of our funniest bits. Uh, she ruined everything. You made it fall funny. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God damn. Those were some fun things that we did way back then. But I like that. Uh, greatest musical moments. I, I will work on that this weekend. Tyrone, the movie guy. Oh, Tyrone, the movie guy was hilarious. That was why I'll give, I'll give Scab credit for that, but that was obviously stolen from me. So whatever. Uh, speaking of stolen, Angry Avril. Oh, all right. Fallopian tubes. <laughs> the fucking Avril killed my voice, though. Man, when, oh. But the greatest was the, the dueling ha ha ha. Eh, you're such a stupid bitch. Eh, you're fat. <laughs> Those were the, that, that's, I, I, I will say this for the longest time. That was the one thing that I missed most about being on that show was doing that voice. God almighty. It was so fun to do because she didn't realize how much fun we were making of her. Oh, God damn. We could also do worse musical moments like, oh, uh, the musical moments, it'll be best, the, the, the greatest musical moments. They don't have to all be positive. Like when Ashley Simpson fucking lip sank on uh, Saturday Night Live. Eureka's uh, was uh, my wife Joy and I. We were at Tavern on the Green the other day. She had the Cobb salad, and I said, what's a Cobb salad? I love doing Reege. Reege was awesome. Because that's the way Reed's talked every single time. Uh, I'll read this story. Conor McGregor, you know him from the, the mixed martial arts world. Yes, uh, uh, he is synced to a new low calling Hezbollah. Does everybody know who Hezbollah is? Hezbollah is this little fella. He looks like a child, but he's actually like 20. He's got some kind of pituitary gland thing. He's a Russian kid who's also a, a Muslim. And you see him around with all the celebrities and stuff. He, he Okay. Well, Conor McGregor, uh, uh, he calls Hezbollah a smelly little inbred and a gimp. And then, you know what he said? Just, uh, my wife, Joy, was, she could not believe it. He said he wanted to boot him over a goalpost. The nerve of that guy. I just laughed doing Regis. Regis. Regis was the king, man. Yes. In a series of now-deleted tweets, Conor McGregor, who's what, like 5'5", five, five, 145 pounds, who's calling out a kid with a pituitary gland problem and calls him a smelly inbred and gimp and then threatens to kick him over a goalpost. Holy shit. Look at them donuts. I mean, it don't get much lower than that. Holy shit. Look <laughs> at them donuts. McGregor, by the way, here, I'll share the picture. If you don't know who this Hezbollah kid is, uh, here he is. And I say kid because he's 19 years old. But he, like, you know, he hangs out with all these, all these celebrities. And he was just doing a thing with uh, Shaq the other day. Boy, that was weird. 
He's a smelly little inbred. Wow. Boy, that is not holding back. I wonder if this might call. Oh. Oh. You know what? Oh, I'm smelling something. Oh, do you know what this is? This is the ghost of one Sir Patrick Swayze coming in, and this could be the end of the reboot of Roadhouse. Oh, please. Please set the... Oh, come on, everybody. Oh, because this was such a big part for him to land his first movie role. Uh, Was the movie phone bit improv? Yes, it was. The movie phone bit is probably my... One of my all-time favorites. It, it, it's hard, like, if you're asking Zach, it's hard for me to ass, uh, assemble my all-time favorite moments in the 26 years that we were together. Movie Phone Guy is definitely top three. All you got to do is type in the show's name. If you go to YouTube, you can actually watch the video of it. And once again, I get horned in on at the end. And of course, he has to make sexual jokes. There was a, I had it going, it was totally clean. Patrick has to be rolling over in his grave with remakes of Dirty Dancing and Roadhouse. Fucking terrible. Look, I, I'm not going to say anything bad about Dirty Dancing because I know that's every girl in the world's movie before The Notebook came out. I saw it. I, I I saw Dirty Dancing in the movie theater. Maybe I got a little boob play after that movie. Maybe I didn't. I I I don't kiss and tell. I'm just letting you know. But yes, I did. Um. But yeah, you you can't. I'd love to boot that little gimp Hezbollah over a goalpost. Oh, please, Patrick, say that that you put those words in him to put a stop to the production of this bastardized film that they call Roadhouse. Even though it has nothing to do with the original Roadhouse. Damn right. See, they've already done this to Patrick. They did it with Dirty Dancing. Let's not forget Point Break, where instead the dead presidents were not robbing banks, but they were they were robbing gigantic corporations that were doing evil to the planet. They made it a tree-hugger movie. Point Break was about outlaws that like to surf and party all their lives, and Special Agent Johnny Utah and Gary Busey before he was completely nuts. If I see... I've watched Roadhouse so many times now, I, I I can say I don't need to watch it again, even though I'll still watch it. Point Break, if I see Point Break on, I I will click on Point Break. But now I have to get the information before I click on it to see if it's not the right right or wrong Point Break. But he already fucked up one of his movies. Go after Next to Ken next, and I bet you, I bet you Liam Neeson comes after you with his shit southern accent. Speaking of shitty people, this fucking guy right here, I tell you what, this guy has no shame whatsoever. Tony Romo, the worst quarterback in Dallas Cowboys history. I said it. The worst quarterback in Cowboys history. I said it. 
I said I said it. You're goddamn right I said it. A guy who had who had nine starters in the Pro Bowl from the Dallas Cowboys and could not lead that team to the promised land. Well, now he's a quote-unquote announcer, the worst broadcaster in television. Oh, shit, you're right, the Red Dawn remake. What is it? Is it just find a Swayze movie and remake it? No. And that was crap, too. Wolverines! Tony Romo, who's probably, I think he's the highest paid broadcaster on TV, works for CBS. He's ruining the twilight of Jim Nance's career. Oh, and he is a pile of shit. He's a pile of monkey shit that's contaminated with monkey pox and STDs. Zach says, I'd take Romo over Quincy Carter. I wouldn't. Quincy Carter didn't have the teams that, 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 that Romo had. And Romo still lost. Buck, uh, or this is a story about something that Tony Romo said to Joe Buck. Now, we all hate Joe Buck. But he is in the booth with the the second greatest or the tied for greatest Cowboys quarterback of all time. And that's number eight. He's number eight in your program, but he's number one in my heart. And that's Troy Aikman. Three Super Bowls. Thank you, Troy. Now, I'm not trying to diss Roger. I have nothing but love for Roger Stallback, even though he did lose two Super Bowls. Shouldn't have lost the second one. Just saying. Or wait, he lost three. He lost three. Shouldn't have lost the third one. Fucking Jackie Smith dropping that pass in the end zone. Jackie Smith, you sack of shit. But Buck and his broadcast partner, Aikman, who left Fox Sports for ESPN, both appeared on this week's uh, some show, some podcast. Romo gets paid $17 million a year. Aikman received a five-year deal worth $90 million from ESPN, while Buck is earning $75 million over five years. Now, Tony Romo had two words for Joe Buck when he met him, and he said, you're welcome. Oh, motherfucker, please. Motherfucker, please. The reason why Troy Aikman and Joe Buck got the money they got is because hate Joe Buck as much as you want, that's the best broadcast booth in the NFL. I was really hoping that Aikman would end up with Al Michaels. Al Michaels is going to be stuck on Amazon. And by the way, we haven't talked about this yet. (laughs) Wow. Gold, you pilled, you picked out a great quote from Brad Sham. Oh, he's got to be the sickest man in the world right now. I remember watching that Super Bowl, and I was in tears as a child. I don't know how this is going to work. But on Thursday nights, the NFL will be played on Amazon. 
Now, will you need an Amazon membership to watch those games? Because the NFL is going to piss off. I don't understand how Roger Goodell still has a job. I really don't. Because all he does is piss off football fans each and every year. But for uh, but for Romo to come out here, you're welcome. I'm glad that I've never seen Tony Romo around Dallas. I am really glad of that. Because I would have a lot of terrible things to say to him. Oh, man. I mean, I, I would say things to him that I will not say on this show. That's how much I hate him. I hate him with every fiber of my being. Because he did not win us the Super Bowl. Hell, he only won, what, two playoff games his whole career? Suck bag. You're welcome. Look, I'm I, I'm not a Joe Buck guy. I'm not. I wasn't a Jack Buck guy. Jack Buck was his father. I'm Jack Buck. I'm a Harry Carey guy, through and through. I do like Troy Aikman in the broadcast booth. I love Al Michaels. Al Michaels is the best broadcaster, in my opinion, on television right now when it comes to sports. Baseball has just shot themselves in the ass. They don't have any good announcers anymore. The Rangers announce team is just horrific, horrifically bad. Uh, can't wait for the interruptions during streaming garbage idea. Uh, Dick Sherman is a pretty good, though. Uh, Dick Sherman. I don't know who Dick Sherman is. Dick Stockton? Dick Stockton retired. Uh, but, yeah, we are not blessed with good announcers right now. You, you know who's a great announcer, but I believe he's the Dodgers home team announcer, and that's former ESPN guy Charlie Steiner. I've heard him call some games. He's fantastic. Bob Euchre in Milwaukee is uh, just the, he's the Harry Carey of this generation. Richard Dick Sherman. Okay. All right. Um, all right. There you go. Tony Romo. I, I yelled at him a few years ago at the Celebrity Golf Tournament in Tahoe. He had his tee shot. I said, Troy could hit it three times further. Whoa, wait. Mixler's cutting out on you, Cowboys girl? That's no good. Hopefully you can get that restarter. Hopefully it's not happening to everybody. That would suck. By the way, speaking of football, um, Tom Brady. We have finally gotten the reason, and and let me just say, the, the reason... Surprise, surprise, surprise. The reason why Tom Brady missed so much time in the preseason which hopefully means he's going to be rusty in game one against the Cowboys, um, is that there is trouble in paradise. Giselle Boonston is not happy. She is very upset and pissed off that Brady unretired when he said he was going to retire and let her do her career. She's pissed off. Now, I got to ask this. I mean, she does have a point, but Tom Brady hasn't left a, 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 he hasn't lost a step. 
I mean, Tom Brady took a terrible Buccaneers franchise and won a Super Bowl with them the year after he left New England. You can hate him all you want. And, and hey, I'm okay with that. I understand it. I get it. But you have to admit that was pretty impressive. I mean, Joe Montana, who I still think, and it pains me to say, is the greatest quarterback of all time. God, that sucks saying that. That hurts me. That hurt, I, I, I think I just bruised a, a, my liver. Joe almost did that with the Kansas City Chiefs. He took a terrible Chiefs game to the FC Championship game and lost. I still think Joe's the best quarterback. The end. Uh, support what makes you uh, the one. Uh, support what makes the one you love happy. Okay. Yeah. See, here, here's where I. I mean, their kids. It, I understand them wanting to be parents, and I, I really do respect that. That somebody's staying home with the parents and they don't have nannies raising the kid, a la Kardashians. I mean, she she's never going to lose her looks. She could be the highest paid AARP model ever. I mean, if she thinks about it. She shit out a few kids. She's still looking good. Tom Brady's time will not last forever. And if he's still got it, let him have it. What did you catch, Pam? I did not. I didn't throw anything there. Uh, Mixler using uh, Joe's Boost mobile account. <laughs> um, there's their kids. Boy, their kids are going to be fucking just. Good lord. That's just unfair to the genetic pools out there in the world. You got these three good-looking kids that are just going to ru- they're going to rule everything because they'll never ever have to work. All right, let's see this. We'll do this story and then we'll we'll go back to celebrity ass death match. Um, Tesla owners in Norway. Ah, oh, yeah, with the wooden shoes. Oh, that's Sweden. Yeah, we'll, we'll say Norway has wooden shoes, too. Uh, Tesla owners are going on. <laughs> Tesla owners are going on a hunger strike. No, he's not retarded. <laughs> I think so. Um, in protest over multiple faults with their electric cars. Was it making all the windmills there not run? A uh, group of Norwegian... Tesla owners are demanding action after they found faults. They went out on a hunger strike and spelled out the word help with their Tesla vehicles. Some of the faults include the car not starting and rust on the paintwork already. I mean, is it really worth going on a hunger strike for? I mean, you're not going to eat because your car doesn't run. And by the way... Who has enough money in Norway to buy one of these cars? These cars are what, 80 grand in America? And in Norway, the taxes are like 80%. So everybody leases cars there. Are these people all leasing their cars? That's for getting me through a dentist appointment. Ugh. Yeah. 
Hey, that's why I'm here. I, I'm here to help you through your day, no matter what anybody's going through. It could be worse. You could be on a hunger strike because your car doesn't start. I wonder how Chevy would handle that. Hell, if they, I'll tell you this right now. If owners of Ford went on hunger strike because their cars wouldn't start, we would only have about 150 million people in this country then. (laughs) Yeah, I'm an asshole. I know it. All right. Okay, phone number, 775-357-FANS, arnieradio1 at gmail.com if you ever want to write the show. And we do listener mail on Tuesdays, brought to you by J.S. Floors. Um, It is time, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. It is time for Celebrity Celebrity. Celebrity. of the most gaseous moments in movie history. Round one, we saw Al Servick, who asked the question, who stepped on a duck? Make it to the Mount Rushmore against Fat Bastard from the Austin Powers movie. Who joins them? Well, we find out right now. Let's get it on. All right. Number one, first one we got out of the gate, ladies and gentlemen. One of the funniest scenes I remember ever seeing in a movie theater was when the clumps in the original, or not the original, but the original Eddie Murphy version of The Nutty Professor all fart around the table. (laughs) One of the funniest scenes of all time. Going up against South Park's Ass of Fire. Nutty Professor Fart Table, South Park, Ass of Fire, Ass Family. Who ya got? Gentlemen, we have ourselves a winner. Oh my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, South Park ass on fire moves on. Next matchup. This is the one I changed right here um, because it was so funny when it happened. When Buddy the Elf drinks all that Coca Cola in Buddy the uh, Elf the movie and lets out such a tremendous belch. Taking on Jay and Silent Bob's Stink Nuggets from uh, the, the, the Revenge, or what was that, the Return of Jay and Silent Bob. Jay and Silent Bob against Buddy the Elf, Ass Family, who ya got?
By the way, new Jay and Silent Bob movie, or the Corpse movie, comes out next Friday or the Friday after that, I think. It comes out this month. I know that much. Second, let me let me get everything. Man, this one's close. Hold on. Oh, it's tied. No, no Texas has come in. I'm looking for a text. I need I need a, a winner between Buddy and, and and the Stink Nuggets. Ask family. We don't have a winner yet. Oh my gosh! I can't believe I let this happen. I'm scared to death by someone knocking on the window. Uh, Buddy the Elf, Buddy the Elf, Buddy the Elf, Buddy the Elf, Buddy the Elf. Buddy the Elf moves on, ass family. All right, in our next one here. Boy, oh boy, I tell you what. This movie is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. I had to see it the next day after we saw the world premiere of it. And that movie is Step Brothers, and the scene is when they're interviewing in tuxedos and fart. Dale lets out one of the juiciest farts. What, what, was that ketchup? Taking on the fart gun from the Disposable Me movies. You know, the, the Minions movies and the fart gun. The fart gun versus Step Brothers. The fart job interview. Ask family who ya got. By the way, I was scared by knocking because that was Bubba trying to get in. Mama's no longer home, so now he can hang out with me. Our final matchup, ladies and gentlemen, before we find out who makes it to the Mount Rushmore, we have the scene where Lieutenant Frank Drebin in the original Naked Gun movie leaves the microphone on while he is taking a leak and farting. Going up against the Shrek burping scene. Shrek burping versus Lieutenant Frank Drebin. Ask family who ya got.
this was, I gotta stop this fight. Just stop it. Please, please, for the love of God, stop that fight. Frank Drebin won going away to where now we find out who will join the Mount Rushmore. First semifinal matchup, we have the South Park Ass of Fire taking on Buddy the Burping Elf. South Park, Buddy the Elf, Ass Family. Who ya got? Final map, boy, this one's going to be a doozy. This one is going to be, as Jim Ross would say, a slobber knocker. The Step Brothers fart job interview scene versus Lieutenant Frank Drebin farting while using the bathroom and all mic'd up. Ass family in this gigantic heavyweight fight. Who ya got? Brothers and is on that. That was one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in a movie. I'll never forget seeing it in the theater. Yes, because I'm that old. When when the baseball game is going on and the umpire, the umpire saved the queen and he takes his mask off and the one guy just stands up and goes, it's Enrico Palazzo. Fuck, that movie is so funny. All right, so the Mount Rushmore is now set. Al Cervic, Fat Bastard, South Park, and Frank Drebin on the Mount Rushmore of gaseous moments in movies. We will find out the face of that mountain next. (laughs) 
barely see the road from the heat coming up. Reach down between my legs. Ease the seat back.
Uh, I'm going to go camping for a few nights this weekend. We're bringing a sun shower. All right. Well, there you go. Enjoy the hot weather there in, in Northern California this weekend. Uh, so, yes, Burning Man going on. This is the final weekend. The man will be burnt in effigy, what, Sunday night? Is that when they do it? People are baking pizzas out there. They're, why would you? I would want nothing but ice cream the entire time I was there. Ice cream in, like, cold ice baths. <laughs> That's right, Arnie. I'm loading up my kayak with camping gear and going camping on an island. Pray for me. I, I, I can't because, look, look, here, I don't want anything bad to happen to you. But, honey, I'm just going to tell you the sound effects are ready to go. Uh, sorry, I'll stop, <laughs> Triple T said. Can the plane kick him off for being ranted? I think they have. They've kicked people off before. I remember I, uh, I, I used to give a, a speech once a year at the Art Institute of uh, Sacramento. A friend of mine was there in charge of the business class that told you how to fill out resumes, how to go to job interviews, and things like that. And I was a guest speaker uh, on a Monday once. And one of the uh, revelers from Burning Man had returned. I, I was there Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. It, I think it was Tuesday because it was Labor Day. So it was Tuesday that I spoke. And this kid was in the front row. He had just gotten back from Burning Man, and I mean, he had just gotten back from Burning Man. I had to ask him to sit in the back of the room because he smelled so bad. I mean, that was that that was B.O. and funk and whatever the hell else goes on out there. Not judging. It's your thing. Have a blast. Have a great time out there. Enjoy it. But when you come back to civilization, wash that ass, motherfuckers. Um, next one here, here we go, uh, man, bailed. Oh, how many more times are we going to have to do these stories? I'm just wondering. Mohammed Osam Adan was arrested over allegations he cut off a GPS monitor he was wearing and broke a no-contact order stemming from allegations of strangulation an attempted assault against the mother of his children. So they let him out after that, right? They, there was a part of the no bail thing there. Wouldn't you know, he was then later arrested that same day, allegedly after murdering the mother of his children. Well, isn't that great? Isn't that great? Aren't you see the guy lose his lunch after the pick six last night in the Penn State game? No. I saw the pick six. I was flipping around channels. I saw it near the end of the game where Purdue took the lead, but then they fucking blew it. I didn't see him get sick. I did say a great fucking return. If you say his name in, the th in three times in the mirror, it explodes. All right, let, let, let's see if that's true. Um, let's see. His name is uh, Mohammed. Uh, Omar uh, Mahajarif, uh, something September 11th. Yeah, that's what this guy is. Released on a no-dollar no bail, and he goes out. It was not the next day. It was the next week. Sorry, it was one week he was out. 
kept his nose clean for a week before he allegedly murdered the mother of his children. Big Coop says he celebrated with the sheep fuck. Like, I, I, I'm seriously getting tired of doing these stories. These, to me, honestly, I, I'm going to say it right now. These are more, I'm not going to say they're worse than school shootings. These have to be the dumbest stories that we do. When you release a violent guy who cut off his ankle monitor and broke a no con- a restraining order against him, what did you think was going to happen? These, these judges say, hey, you promise not to break any laws? Oh, yes, Your Honor, I promise. They're convicts. They lie. Not all of them. I'll give you a tenth of a percent. I think this is the third one in a month. By the way, they only happen in liberal cities. Why? Because the liberal city DA wants to clean out the jails. What do you think they're there for? I just want to... And by the way, when they say, oh, overcrowding is a problem, for who? Who's it a problem for? It ain't a problem for me. You know why? Because I don't infringe on people's rights. If you end up going to prison, you I'll go ahead and say about 99% of you deserve it. Sure, there's that 1% that got scapegoated, they, they got railroaded by the system. And jail ain't supposed to be the Taj Mahal. We've gotten into watching 60 Days In, and I love how these guys that are and gals that are uh, participating in the in the study or in the show, how they bitch about how the conditions are terrible. It's jail. You're not supposed to be getting taint rubs on the regular. They don't have a mud bathroom for you there. It's jail. I, I, I don't want to see their human rights violated. I don't want to see that at all. But the problem is, is it, it's jail. I can't wait until inmates start suing for better food and they want lobster and T-bone steaks. You know why? Because liberal states will give it to them. Ain't no rehabilitation going on in those places. Come on now. You want to rehab them? Let them fucking fight it out. Gladiator school. I swear. Now, this story is a little, it's a little fishy. I'm just going to say. A Russian oil executive who criticized Ukraine's invasion, so he was not a fan of it was found dead after reportedly falling out of a hospital window three times. I made up the three times part. Ravil Maganov's oil giant was one of a few Russian companies to call for a swift end uh, to the Ukraine conflict. 
But wouldn't you know, whoops-a-daisy, he fell out of a sixth-floor window at a hospital. He died in what sources are calling a possible suicide. Where were you, Hillary? Hillary. Hillary Rodham Clinton, you get over here right now, and you tell me, did you just suicide somebody else? According to, uh, who's this guy, Lukov, the chairman of uh, Luke Oil, a statement from Luke Oil said uh, he passed away after a severe illness. But a severe illness, yes. I would say that falling out of a six-story hospital window is a very severe illness. He landed on, (laughs) he jumped out of the building and landed on a bullet. Boy, you want to talk about a one-in-a-million shot. Citing unnamed law enforcement sources, the KGB, Magnagog committed suicide after being uh, admitted to the hospital following a heart attack. Uh, Police are investigating the chairman's death as a possible suicide. Yeah, until they find like six pair of fingerprints on his body. Oh, wait, that's right. They They won't look for that. I apologize. Just kind of weird. Criticize Putin, die. We're slowly starting. We Well, not slowly. We see that here. You say an off-color remark or something, you just try to make somebody laugh, and you are canceled. Being canceled here is a lot better than being canceled in Russia. Duh. Cancel him. But we just sit by and go, well, that's a tragedy. Not looking at it like, well, fuck, that's happening to us. This, I, I found this story right here this morning. Philadelphia teacher Ellen Greenberg was excited about her life and her new job and her upcoming wedding. Even though she was found under grisly circumstances... According to her friend, who said there's no way she believes a 27-year-old could have killed herself. Ellen was always looking for that happy ever-after ending true love. She wanted to start a family. She loved kids, was excited about getting married, and she was excited about having the new job. If she was so excited by this, then why did she stab herself 20 times? That's right. She was found with 20 stab rooms wounds and 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 they ruled that a suicide. Let's see. We've got 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 chest wounds, abdomen wounds. And then there's 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 nine attacks to the back of the head including one gigantic gash on the back of her head. But that's suicide. She stabbed herself in the back of the neck. That's suicide. She had a spasm. 
That could be the only thing that could explain that. How do you stab yourself 20 times? I'd be like, fuck, that hurts. Hell, when I went up and down on the tracks on my wrist, that shit hurt the next day. At the time, it wasn't too bad. Nothing to see here. This lady's just like that Russian guy that fucking fell out of the window twice. She got stabbed. She stabbed herself 20 times to death. Oh, here's a grisly one. A baggage handler at airport dies after her hair is entangled in machinery. Oh, a belt loader at the New Orleans airport was unloading baggage from a Frontier airline. Germani Thompson was injured around 10.20 local time. According to the international airport, she was rushed to a hospital where she was pronounced dead. The doctor said her hair got stuck in the conveyor, and they tried to cut her hair, but they couldn't. Um, tried to cut her hair. Okay. Question. Now, see, th- this is going to sound like I'm picking on Louisiana for being a subpar, well, being subpar to Texas when it comes to anything. It in including lying. Um, why did you try to cut her hair? Why didn't you just turn the conveyor belt off? Is this one of the? Is this like the Energizer Bunny? It just keeps going and going and going and going. Don't try to cut cut the machine off before you cut her hair off. That's bad. We are deeply saddened about the tragic loss of a GAT airline ground support team member, Germani Thompson. No, oh, I'm smelling something. Two words for you. Might be two words. I don't know. I'm not good on con- hey, those words that go together. Uh, 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 sell out. Just saying. Just saying right there. Oh, yeah. She's going to get paid for this. I can't stub one toe without a huge pause and maybe a few tears. Yeah, but these are just knife wounds. That's all. 20 knife wounds. Most of them were to the back of the head. Because that's where I would do it. Yeah, just turn off the conveyor belt. And I'm wondering, I, I'm just wondering if nobody had the forethought to think of that. Does the conveyor have an emergency stop? I know escalators in those auto walkways have them, as do most things like that. I don't know. I honestly don't know if they have that or not on there. It would be a good idea. Hmm. <laughs> Well, you had time to think about it. They were in the heat of the moment. Cut the hair was a gift. <laughs> a get re- a GFT reaction, yeah. A gut reaction, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I understand it, but just turn the thing off. 
and I'm betting they're all sitting there today answering questions about this. Um, why didn't you just turn the belt off? Durr. She died over hair? Like, why isn't it up? <laughs> if they didn't know how to shut that down, the employer should have conveyed the, <laughs> conveyed the information. Hey, now. <laughs> Somebody didn't like her. Somebody hated her hair. <laughs> I mean, this is going to be a lame one. Boy, she had a bad hair day. <laughs> I know that was terrible. I apologize. Look, I'll, I'll do it myself. I'll give myself the goddamn crickets. If I can find here they are. Okay. Um, this is the point of the show where we got to tell you about fuck around and find out. I've always liked that phrase, fuck around and find out. And it reminds me back of when that guy was in the convenience store, the white kid who was being all mouthy and challenging. And there's a big black guy standing behind him. And he said something to the big black guy and the big black guy wasn't having it. So he teed off on his face. With a, with, with, with a can, some kind of energy drink. He just busted that bitch in the face. Woo, tow ya. You see, that's what's called fuck around and find out. Sadly, it happened to a Marine recently. He did not die. Boy, but I tell you what, his Marine brothers are going to shit on him for the rest of his life for this. Ooh, ooh, holy shit, there's video. Oh, man. Gachucha. Gachucha. That was a mighty one there. All right, so this U.S. Marine, he's going to a nightclub. I guess they're in Australia. Crikey's. They went outside the, the Monsoons nightclub in Darwin. The video shows that he's talking to the bouncer and he's being aggressive. And he kind of takes a fake swing at him. But this guy wanted to go in the club, and the bouncer's like, Oi! Crikey's. You can't go in there, governor. Um, the Marine said, and I do quote, I'm a Marine. I could kill you. I'm a trained killer. Well, in the immortal words of Gene Rayburn, No. No, 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 you're not. Uh, I, I'm a trained killer. Really? Okay. This boxer just fucking slaps him in the side of the head and knocks him the fuck out. I, I do imagine that everybody who was coming out of that club that night, when they looked down at the crowd... You got knocked the fuck out, man! Yeah. You sure? And and by the way, I have no sympathy for you. His lawyers are already coming out and saying, the blow that struck Mr. Thompson was unlawful and that it was unauthorized and it wasn't justified. One punch can kill. 
That was a risk, and that man was prepared to take that risk, just like they're prepared to take that risk in any MMA fight. That's the one thing I will give Conor McGregor is when he loses a fight, he still does a press conference. It's asinine, and it's rude, and it's worthless, but at least he faces his music after he fights. Unlike Ronda Rousey. Yeah, that bouncer fucked him all up. The other bouncer's like, what'd you do? They said he was going to kill me. this. Come on. Delete, delete, delete. Alright. Alright, last story and then we'll figure out the Mount Rushmore. Boy, oh boy, is this not good here? This is terrible. Happened in San Mateo, I believe. A 93-year-old woman. Oh, bless her heart. Probably a little old lady. Got a little bit of the shakes. Wearing clothes that were popular in the 40s, maybe. Well, the Atria Senior Living. Of San Mateo. Has got some explaining to do after the 93-year-old woman died after she was served dishwashing liquid instead of juice. Wow. Wow. I mean, oh, whoopsie-daisy, we poured dish soap into the food. Oh, these old fuckers will never know. Well, maybe the one guy didn't know, but he sure did die from it. That Marine should have called WWL. Oh, shit. Well, that guy got knocked. He got smoked. Um, Back to this story. Uh... Three residents were hospital after, quote, ingesting toxic chemicals. One of the residents, a 93-year-old woman, was pronounced dead at the hospital. That's just awful. That's bullshit. I hate them. They need to do better. She was 93, fuckers. Amen to that. How do you do that to your parent? I mean, I mean, I, if your parent beats you all the time, I can see you having resentment there. But usually it's not the mom. Usually, I, I, Look, I'm not saying it's not always men, but it's usually not the mom. Okay? Unless it's... No more hangers! Yeah, I'd say that bitch is about crazy. I mean, that's just insanity right there. Ah, let's see, uh, like so much in life, history and knowledge, and they just treat her like trash. They, they really did. That's really sad right there. All right, get those keyboards ready to go because, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is that, that time, time again. again. 
for Celebrity and Dispatch! Catches moments in film! Very good. So the Mount Rushmore is set. We need to find the face for it. Will it be Al Zervik stepping on a duck? Fat Bastard, South Park, or Lieutenant Frank Drebin? Let's find out together now. Let's get it on! All right. In our first monumental matchup of the Mount Rushmore gaseous moments in movie history, we have Al Cervic at Bushwood Country Club who said, hey, who stepped on a duck when he farted at a live dance? Or will it be the one and only fat bastard portrayed by Mike Myers when he farted and enjoyed his own aroma? Ask family. Fat, fat bastard against Al Cervic. Who ya got? right now. No longer tied. Oh my. Oh my God. Ass family, we have a winner. A strong come from behind for Fat Bastard. Fat Bastard unseats Rodney. Next matchup, we have South Park and the Ass of Fire taking on Lieutenant Frank Drebin from Police Squad and the Naked Gun movie, peeing over a loud live microphone and then farting. Ass family, Frank Drebin or South Park, who ya got? Police squad, Frank Drebin moves on. So ask family, the face of this Mount Rushmore, 
Will it be Fat Bastard from the Austin Powers movies, or will it be Lieutenant Frank Drebin? Ask family. Who ya got? Ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best. Beats the best. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular. Bananular fall. And family, we have a face of the Mount Rushmore. And it is Frank Drebin. Frank Drebin. From the files of Police Squad. Frank Drebin is the face of the most Mount Rushmore of most gaseous moments. Gaseous, not gash. Gaseous uh, in film history. So there you go. And that is going to do it for the big show today. Ask Family, I say thank you very much for being a part of it. Thank you every single day for being a part of it. You all said some really nice things earlier this morning, and I needed that. Uh, But know that without you, I wouldn't be talking to anybody. So you are very, very loved in my eyes, and I can't wait until Tuesday. That's right, Tuesday, because it's a three-day weekend. Woo! Woo! Party! I'm going to drink a lot of Dr. Pepper while watching the Longhorn game tomorrow. Oh, by the way, by the way, uh, if you try tomorrow to get a hold of me at 7 o'clock my time, just don't do it. Just don't. You see, I'm going to be sitting in my chair, orange underwear on, game T-shirt on, Big old Dr. Pepper next to me. Yeah, we, we might use the, the leaded shit tomorrow. As I watch my beloved Texas Longhorns under Steve Sarkazian and Quinn Ewers beat the University of uh, Louisiana Monroe in Austin tomorrow by a final score of 72-6. to six. Adios, as family. <laughs> Had to get that one out there. Remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So uh, have a great weekend. If you go out and party this weekend, three-day weekend, please get yourself home safe. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Get, get, get away home. No DUIs. I want you back on Tuesday. And, yes, yes, I haven't said it, but let's get to it real quick. Town Jen. Happy birthday 
I hope you have a spectacular birthday this weekend. We will return on Monday. Adios, everybody. There once was a time when I was dead inside. I cussed the Lord for the day I was born and prayed to the devil to die. Just when I thought the devil had won, someone opened up the door. The King of Kings, Lord of Lords I found Jesus on the jailhouse floor Now he broke the chains that bound me And now I'm free Today I'm right where Mama prayed I'd be
Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.